I'm Chris. I'm also Chris. And we are your friends with benefits. Hashtag FW Podcast on all your social medias. You can join the conversation anytime at 270-883-1617. We're ready to believe you. You know, that's better than it has any right to be. Dude, I almost forgot that we had a podcast to do because we were having a good chat before we started it up here. We were, we were. And I was like, oh yeah, we got we got a show to do. So we almost just had a shoot-the-shit pre-show that never turned into an actual show. But well, you know, whatever. <laughs> I'm glad that we have a good we have a show tonight because my god, I have been looking forward to this show. You have no idea how much I've been looking forward to this show tonight. It's going to be a good one. Uh, because as the intro tells you, I am Chris. I am also Chris. And we are your favorite podcast's favorite podcast. We are the highest rated podcast on the Talk Nerdy to Be Podcast Network. And for that, we appreciate almost all of our listeners. Uh, we are a, uh, our logo, our fantastic logo, one of the top sellers in the TN2M Show's merch store, which we also appreciate from most of you that have bought it, and those of you that haven't yet, most. buy something. Yes, sir. That's it, so. Man, how are you, buddy? I'm doing okay, brother. I'm doing okay. Yeah, it's just... It's like we do these on Tuesdays, and by the time we get to Tuesday, it's always like, man, it's been a long week. And we're like, oh, God, it's only Tuesday. Like, yeah. Like, we're like, man, it has been a hell of a week so far. But then we realize that it's only Tuesday night. And <laughs> so here we are, I guess. It's Tuesday night. It sure is. It's been a long Oh, week, yes. Long week. What do we got tonight? Uh, let me get the exact title of it here for you. Gotta pull it out the koozie. Narragansett presents Dell's Watermelon Shandy. Dude, you're getting the Dell's. Yeah. Love it. That was an old reference, and I feel old for saying it. But I, the thing I like about our audience is they will get it. Not because oh, they're old, because they're cultured enough to know what we're talking about. Nerds. Yeah. All the culture of spoiled milk. They're the nerds. <laughs> that is our that is our listener base. All the culture of spoiled milk and the smell. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is absolutely true. I did wear deodorant today. I got uh, a hint. It, it, it's uh, whatever it is. It has uh, with it. It's way too fancy for me because it has like whatever the smell is and then underneath it it says with vanilla notes with vanilla notes so all all you've been getting is just little bits of vanilla right yeah yeah that's it that's all it's just notes like it's a like it's a friggin song like it's just a couple little vanilla notes in there and but it smells good i like it 
I so, so it has some Daughtry in there? It, it, oh. Props for not hitting the low-hanging fruit with the Nickelback reference, though, by the way. Dude, and have we talked about this? I don't think so. Now, now, now that we're talking about Nickelback, oh, no. now that they've come up in conversation. Oh, dear. Anyone, and I, I mean this, anyone who says that Nickelback is the worst band they've ever heard doesn't listen to much music. Yeah, Nickelback, like, they get a bad rap. Yeah. I mean, they're not great. I'm going to go ahead and say, like, they're not fantastic. They're not, like, my one of my top bands of all time. But, like, it scratches an itch, you know, when you're feeling, like, it, it, all, all they've really done in life is make a bunch of frat boys happy. Yeah, and, like, the whole thing is, it's like, guys, come on. Like, I have a friend who, he's like, Nickelback's the worst band ever. I was like, ever? Ever. There's legitimately a band called Anal Cunt, and you're telling me that Nickelback is worse than them. Yeah, I disagree. Uh, yeah, and especially, like, you know, he always complains about, like, pop country, and I'm like, okay, so you have two choices. They're the only choices you have. You can't blow your brains out. You can't say you're not going to listen to music like you because he's 12 and tries, like, those excuses, too, in these situations. I was like, if it is Luke Bryan or Nickelback... Oh. It is Nickelback 10 times out of 10 on that one. Yeah, I, I feel like that's a safe bet. But I just feel like this is going to sound weird, kind of how it was like cool to hate on like ICP and stuff in the late 90s and uh, early 2000s. Still is. Yeah, true. ICP but, sucks. Nah, that's also true. We did a whole show about uh, uh, Juggalos. Juggalos, and yeah, they suck. I'd go to the gathering before I went to a furry convention, though. Yeah, according to our ratings, you sure would. We need to do another one of those at some point. We do. We need to deep dive into something like that. We could do uh, we could do fish fans and bring my brother on. Ooh, yeah. What about like what about like fish fans or Grateful Dead fans or Deadheads or fans? Yeah, emphasis like... on the ph fans. <laughs> uh... Yeah, we need to pick another one of these cultures and and do another deep dive into the culture. And I wish I wish some of the people involved in these cultures would deep dive into a shower, but I don't <laughs> think it's going to happen. Um, With their bathing toaster? Yeah. Oh God, yes. I'll throw a TV in there for them so they can watch something. Um, so we were we were talking. Um, I, I got reminded of one of my favorite stories. Okay. Because last week, uh, you know, we we've we we're big Friday the Thirteenth fans. We did a thirteen part Friday the Thirteenth retrospective series, and yep. oh, well, yeah, twelve episodes and a pretty kick ass video, and yep. uh, a name that has become synonymous with the Friday the 13th series in recent years is uh, we're attempting to have him become a dear friend of the show, Corey Feldman. Oh, yeah. Well, he's he's a person. <laughs> I want to hang with Corey Feldman, just a side note. And it was his birthday last week. And so... I got reminded he turned 50, which is kind of crazy was, to think about. I was going to guess 49. You were right on, man, because, yeah, Corey Feldman turned 50. Just imagine that real quick. And so 
You know, I was I was telling that story of ScaredyCon a few years ago, several years mm-hmm. ago at this point. I don't remember what year it was, but it was many moons ago. And Corey Feldman was a guest at this convention. I think 2014? Gosh, that just sounds so long ago. God. That just, like, hit me to my core. Like, I need to take a second if it's 2014. Yeah. Good God. Oh. Okay. So, he was a guest. <laughs> yeah, I, I took a full second on that one. He was a guest, and there was one one morning. Uh, it was early morning before the convention had uh, was opening, and we were there at uh, the Ghostbusters table. Because mm-hmm. it was when we still uh, spent time at the Ghostbusters table, which we really don't anymore. But that's neither here nor there. That's a whole other 12-part series. Uh, but... So we were there, we're hanging out, we're doing whatever. And <laughs> I, I, I have it clarified now, it was in fact 2014. Oh my god. Oh, that, that like wounds my heart. Like that, Same, that hurts Same. my soul. Because that's, that feel, that was seven years ago. Yup. So, the gimmick of the Ghostbusters table at the time was the, 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 the fundraising for the uh, Kentucky Children's Hospital, and basically the way it worked was there was an extra proton pack that was uh, donated to the table by uh, the funniest and most handsome member of that group. No, I was doing the hospitality suite. Oh, no, I'm talking about me. Oh, okay. Me. Okay, how about this? The most handsome and most funny guy on the group that wore a jumpsuit. That's fair. All right. All right. So there we go. We'll, 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 we'll be specific that way. So, uh, there was a, an, an, an extra proton pack and you could for a dollar, I think they still do this for a dollar donation, at least a dollar donation to the children's hospital. You can stand in front of the giant Vigo painting that was donated to the table by the most handsome, funniest member of the team who wears a jumpsuit. And, God, I did a lot for that group. Anyway, um, yeah. so uh, and, and <laughs> they treated you well in return. I know, right? Wow, wow. Uh, where's, burr, the, burr, burr. where's the boo sound effect? <laughs> oh, that's not it. <laughs> Close. <laughs> well, that backfired. Uh, uh, and so, for for a minimum donation of a dollar, you could wear the proton pack in front of the Vigo painting, and uh. That was like you got the picture, like you could take a picture with your phone and, and it was you had the coolest Facebook profile picture, whatever the hell you wanted to do with it. It's fine. So set up beforehand, like uh, before the, the day of the convention, you know, getting uh, it was like day two of the convention. I think it was an opening day. I think it was that mm-hmm. Saturday. It was either that Saturday or that Sunday. And so it's like, you know, uncover everything, get everything kind of in order. Uh, make sure everything's right. So there's one one person on the team who shall remain nameless due to the fact that I don't want to embarrass them uh, that this happened. And uh, so he's sitting there, and uh, you know, up comes a person. Guy walks up, sunglasses, trench coat, you know, looking kind of scruffy all over. He's oh, this is super cool. What are you guys doing here? 
And, you know, he gives them, the guy on the team gives them the whole speech. Yeah, we're raising money for the Kentucky Children's Hospital. Uh, for a dollar donation or more, you can wear the proton pack in front of the thing. Get your picture. Oh, okay. I got That's so cool. Yeah, that'd be really fun to do. Like, heavy pause. Like, I really want to do that. Heavy pause, like <laughs> with the, like the implication is like, hey man, I want to do this, but I don't want to pay for it. Is like basically what how everything is coming across. Yeah, where it's like, oh, that's super rad. I love Ghostbusters. Yeah, that's awesome, and that the, like it looks really like the stuff looks really good. That would be so cool to wear one. Like dot dot dot. Like you know you know what he's asking, and so. The guy at the table, the guy on the team is like, yeah, just need a dollar. Like, hold it <laughs> fast. Hold it fast. Because that always happens. Like, someone w- would always come up and try and, like, like barter. Like, hey, man, can I do it for free? Like, whatever. It's just a dollar. You know, like, we'll, we'll try and barter or, like, try and, and do it without actually paying. It was, like, always the thing. It's, like, someone would always try and get one for free. And, like, it's not a huge deal, but, you know, it's whatever. But, no, he's holding fast. He's like, yeah, just need a dollar. This, it, you, you can do it. It'd be fun, you know, for a dollar. Like, we have people do it all day. It's great. And the guy just <laughs> walks off. Like, doesn't say a word, just walks off. So other people, as this guy's walking away, other people on the team come up to the table because they're starting to arrive, you know, before convention guests arrive, like convention goers arrive, like ticket holding people. Patrons. Patrons. Uh, Patreon.com slash FWB podcast. Patron. That's the one. Um, and so other, other Ghostbusters show up and they're like, before they can even say anything, the guy, the, the team member is like, you guys be proud of me. I just shooed somebody away trying to get it for free. You know, one of these one of these random people has a booth somewhere trying to get like the friends discount because oh we're all we're all uh, exhibitors here, ha ha ha, like whatever. Yeah, it's that guy right over there. To which someone goes, "Dude, that's Corey Feldman," and it's oh shit. <laughs> Because Corey Feldman would have had a free picture taken. If I was there, Corey Feldman would have been able to do that shit for free. No, wait, you were probably going to pick up donuts with me, weren't you? I think so, yeah. I, th- I think, I think yeah, we like were. like, legitimately. Yeah, yeah like, like, we were, like, on the way. Like, we were, like, right there. And, because, see, here's the thing. is like, at that point, my role in the in the group was, I was the guy that, like, helped people take on and put off or, or put on and take off the backpack, right? Mm-hmm. Like in in the photos, uh, like I, that that was like that was the station that I liked doing because you can make small talk with people and you know like you can kind of enhance the experience by by you know chatting them up a little bit. And I'm like, my life, I'm like what fork would my life have taken if I was there? Here comes Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman decides he wants to get a picture for free. We, you know, allow him to get a picture for free because why would you not? It's Corey Feldman. 
Yeah. And this is this is 2014. So this is before he like really got back into like the Friday the 13th scene. Mm-hmm. Before he was like, you know, because he narrated uh, that Crystal Lake Memories and has done a lot of like Friday the 13th stuff. He's been like involved with the franchise a lot more, like outspoken about it more since then. So like what what fork would my life have taken if, for example, I'm standing there with the pack and he's like, oh, that would be so cool. And I'm like, man, come on back. Hold your arms out. You're going to put this on like a backpack. You know, you go through the whole spiel, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, the, the whole shtick. And then he, he takes the gun out, and I'm like, oh, man, you know, you really would have leveled the playing field in Friday 4 had had you had this with you, right? And we we laugh. You know, we share it. We share a laugh, you know, because he gets it. And we start cutting up a little bit, and I'm like, yeah, man, I'd, I'd lie to him like I do to celebrities, but I'm like, oh, yeah, man, that one was my favorite traumatized me as a kid but i really related to you because you know we were kind of close to the same age so you know i really identified blah 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 and and we we become you know convention friends right and then he's like man i tell you what you're pretty cool thanks for letting me do this i tell you what when this is all over come up to my room and hang out and i'm like fucking okay so i go up Later that night, I'm like, I'm going to go hang with Corey Feldman. So I go hang out with Corey Feldman. You know, we're hanging out. We're drinking. He's He had those, like, Corey's angels with him. Oh, dude, I know. Like, because side side story, real quick, <laughs> if yeah. I may. Yeah, oh, please. Uh, so that's the first year I did the hospitality suite. So we were up on the top floor of the hotel next to the convention, next to the convention hall. And then, you know, the whole rule was if you're not on the list, you can't come in. Um, This was uh, the year, I believe, I told this one a couple weeks ago, of the really creepy Michael Jackson impersonator. Yeah, what a weirdo. So we end up, uh, so, you know, Corey Feldman never, and his room is literally directly across the hall from where we are. Feldman is across the hall. It is a 10-foot walk for him. Yeah. But he never comes to get his own shit. He's always just sending some of those girls there. So, you know, it'll be, like, quiet or, like, if no one else is in there and it's just us. Then all of a sudden it's like you just hear click, 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 click. <laughs> coming across the hall and it's this fucking, um, you know, this girl who's probably half his age in like really weird lingerie with like angel wings on just being like, um, I'm here to get food for Corey. And it's like, okay, yeah, your job seems awkward. Like me to her just being like, your job seems awkward. And I didn't say that out loud. Of course. No, but. no. But like, would you, would you ever look at her and just be like, I like your wings. Oh like, God. No, <laughs> I like your halo. Uh, because what would you do so much worse what would you do if at one point like no no shit like no shit what would you do if you were looking out because now that i know this this changes my story so okay so i'm there (laughs) i'm there like let's say this is all a saturday right saturday night 
I'm partying with Corey Feldman in his room. We're drinking, whatever. By the time we're done, we're snorting cocaine off of the Corey's Angels' asses. Like, we're having a great time, right? Mm -hmm. We're just going on this bender. And so, like, let's say Sunday at, like, 2 in the afternoon, you're up there at the, uh, the, the hospitality suite, and you can see his door to his room, and it just opens. And I walk out. And I've got, like, a bathrobe, I've got, like, shaving cream on my hair, I've got a little cocaine underneath my nose, and I've got a pair of those angel wings on. What happens in your life? I just clap my hands. (laughs) I just clap my hands, and that's pretty much all I can do. That's about it. Just, just... And the best part is, I know I still have to take you back to my apartment yeah, to get your stuff. You do, <laughs> you do. And I just, I just look at you, and I, I would just like give you like this nod, and you just like give me this nod, and I'm just like, I'll see you later. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because I'm like, I feel like me and Corey Feldman, like I feel like Corey Feldman would be super cool to hang out with, like at a convention like that, and. Like to go on like a not even like like take the take the drugs out of it because I'm just being funny. But like, what if like like I feel like Corey Feldman is one of those that like you could probably small talk with him and probably like become friends with him over the course of a weekend at a convention. True, I, I can see that. I can see that. Um... I, yeah, I'm trying to think, like, I've got a couple people, like, I've got a couple people on that list, and, uh, I believe we almost made it happen one year. Do you think so? You and I? Yeah. I really think, uh, that first year we either could have gotten, was it Goldar or Zordon? Uh, oh, Goldar, when when he went over and, like... Yelled at Bulk and Skull. Yeah, yeah, he shit all over Bulk and Skull. Mm-hmm. That video still cracks me up to this day. Just, I he opens seen. the thing and he's like, "Come with me," and we're just like, <laughs> "Yes, sir." Because <laughs> it was, yeah, it was when I had the um, the uh, I was on my quest. Uh, I had a uh, a convention partner for like five years besides you uh, that came with me to every single convention that I ever went to. And it was the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie poster that was like, I think they called it like the poster B, which was like the side shot of all the helmets. Mm -hmm. Cause I didn't like the one where it was just like the Photoshopped, like everybody together. And like the one where like, they've got their hands on their hips. Like I, I hated that one, but I loved the one with the helmets to the side. And so I was like, I bought it. Like I eBayed it. And I was like, I, for some stupid reason, I was like, I'm going to get everybody to sign this. And it wasn't enough that like I said it, it was the fact that I was like, I, I, I did like, I, I went to conventions for years. Like when there was one power ranger from the movie, I would go just to get them to sign it. Uh, it was it was crazy. So I, I at the end, like I've I, I've got it. There's like 17 signatures on it. 
Because it's like all the Power Rangers, most of the bad guys, like a t- just a ton of people. I'm actually trying to figure out like which one you have. I think it's this one. No, is it that one? Do you have the one with the? Yeah, you have the one with all the sides of the masks. Yeah, it's it's on my okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's on oh. my Instagram um, that I need to update again because I haven't put anything in in like a week, so I'm already way behind. Um, but yeah, it's. Um, it's, I thought it was on my, it's somewhere on my Instagram, uh, where it's like, I have it like half unrolled and yeah, there's, it, it's like, um, yeah, it has all the helmets and they're all like at like a three quarter or a half, uh, angle. It might be on my Facebook and not my Instagram. Um, I'm not seeing it on the gram. Damn it. Um, let's see uploads. Cause it's not in my photos of me because I didn't put myself in it um but yeah it's um so i I, it's got like it's got a shit ton of signatures on it because like i did like i had it with me like every single convention all the time and i finally like i got it to a point where i'm like i feel like it's pretty complete and um but one of them was Goldar. <laughs> and I had, I had made the mistake of going to Bulk and Skull first, and they took up, like, a shit ton of the poster, and they were, like, graffitiing people, and yep. like, they were drawing mustaches on the Power Ranger helmets and stuff. It was hilarious. But by the time I go to Goldar, they one of them signed in Goldar's spot, like, next to his character picture, um, you know, on the on the poster. And so he unrolls it, and he's like, well, where the hell am I supposed to sign? Hang on. And he he starts walking towards them to their table, and he, like, cut their entire line and just started yelling at them to the point where, like, you and I were looking at each other like, is this real or is this not? Well, no, we walked down the exit of someone else's line, and then he, like, went under it, so we're <laughs> just standing there watching it. Like, you have your phone out filming, and, like, security's trying to tell us, like, guys, you have to move, you have to move. And we're like, oh, we're with him. Like, yeah. fuck you, dude. Like, we're with him. Um... Yeah. It was it was pretty awesome. Like one of those weird things where it was like this is a surreal thing cuz then later we went to go get lunch and somebody was like, "Hey, were you those guys that were with Goldar?" We were like, "Yes. Yeah, that's us." Uh we were there when Goldar just started yelling at him. For no re like where well for a reason but um yeah oh he was mad and then, like because that was, he was the thing. big man I was like uh, I kept looking at you like is this real or is it a work or is it a shoot brother I don't know it was funny oh you know, it was it was a great convention moment yeah I feel like later on if we would have gone back to him we would have been like hey man like. That was a fun time. It was really great. Like, let's buy you a beer. And and we would hang out. Like, we probably could have been friends with him. I mean, you already know who I'm going to say. Uh, got to meet him, I think, the same year at Scarefest as the Corey Feldman story. Uh, good friend of the show, Jake Busey. Yeah, I knew you were going to say Jake Busey. He was so nice, so unbelievably cool. And... um was just again i think if like if he if he'd been there through sunday but he was he was flying back out saturday night 
if he'd been there through Sunday, I'm like 95% sure we could have gotten drinks with him. And uh, I'm trying to like, because, you know, I caught him when I was getting ready to head upstairs to the, um, I was going down to the show floor just to see Jake Busey and then caught him. Like he was heading upstairs as I was about to come back down. Um, or as I was making my way down. So like we like passed him. I was like, fuck, I'm, I'm, I'm going to turn around. I'm going to go talk to him. So I like, I turn around, I run up, show him my death from above tattoo. We get to chatting. And then, um, I'm like, well, yeah, come on up, man. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll be up there at some point. I'm like, okay. So he's there literally by himself at one point. So he just like sits down and talks with me for like 20 to 25 minutes, which, I, I, I love Jake Busey, so this was <laughs> amazing for me. Um, but, yeah, so I feel like, and I wanted to make sure I said, like, I, I got to see him again, because after I posted uh, the picture of me and him on my old, 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 old Facebook page, um, <laughs> a... Uh, like, Dad was like, oh, well, tell him I enjoyed him in contact. I'm like, can't disappoint my dad more than I already have. So, um, <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> went downstairs, and he was, like, packing up his shit. I was like, oh, are you only here today? He's like, yeah, I'm out after here today. And I was like, oh, okay. But, like, he did a super cool thing. I was like, hey, man, I don't want to disappoint my dad. He wanted me to tell you that he really enjoyed you in contact. So he, like, stops what he's doing, like, stands up, looks at me, like, shakes my hand. He's like, please tell your dad. I said, thank you. I was like, oh, Okay, Jake Busey, can we be best friends? <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like there there was the small chance there that we could have we could have gotten him. And because like I missed, I missed the year they and they 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 talked about it every year. I did that fucking hospitality suite the year before I started. It was um, one of the people from the original My Bloody Valentine, Tyler Maine, and Danielle Harris basically just hung out with them the entire weekend. Oh, my God. Like, they went to the after party one night, and they bailed on it because it was lame. So they ran it, and, like, they just ran into the three of them at the pool, like, the pool bar yesterday's that was in that area at the time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that place. So they were all just... Like, apparently they hung out with them then, and then they were like, what are y'all doing? And asked them what their plan was for Saturday night, and they were like, um, don't know? And they were like, well, we're going to go party again. You guys are coming with us. And it's like, okay. So. Man. I feel like uh, we got a real shot at uh, LexCon this year with Richard Karn. Oh yeah, I feel like we could probably hang out with Richard Karn if we really. If Dude, we, how crazy would it be if, he, if like we go and get in like a bar fight with Al Borland as our <laughs> like, third, as our heavy? Because <laughs> <Nah. laughs> he, nah, let's be real here. I think at his age, I'd be the heavy. No, well, like what what would happen would be like we would pick a fight with somebody, and like I would go out of my way to to to, to be shitty to that person and keep calling him Tim, right? They'd be like, fuck you, Tim. You're dumb, Tim. And the guy would be like, well, I'm just going to kick your ass. And then here would come Al Borland and go, I don't think so, Tim. And then hit him. God damn, yes. Right? Like, that would be the thing. 
as he'd be like, I don't think so, Tim. And then you just like give him a haymaker and that would be, that would be it. Punches him in the face and DDTs him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think, I think we could, I think we could do that. Um, Cause that's, that, that's, that's the question is like, okay, you know, a C or D list or like, like, you know, popular in the eighties or nineties, like, you know, who do you think you could realistically like run into at a convention where they're not like surrounded by their handler and you could have like a, like you, you give them like a, Hey, you know, blah, blah, blah. Or like you're wearing a shirt. And they're like, hey, cool shirt, blah, blah, blah. Like, they get the reference, and then you're like, you, you know, you talk to them for five or ten minutes, and you're like, hey, you know, l- l- let's go let's go get a beer. And like, I'll buy you a beer. Let's hang out and talk. And then, like, you kind of, like, hit it off, and then you guys become friends, and, you know, you go on, like, a weekend bender with this person. Like, realistically, who do you think? Because, like, you know, you, you and, and, like, you can't pick, like... Uh, like an A, like you can't be like, oh yeah, me and Ric Flair would would hang out, or me and Mark Paul Gossler would hang out, you know, like an A list, like me and Bruce <laughs> Campbell, A <laughs> ish, like me and me and Bruce Campbell, like the you know, like the headliner yeah. of the show, like you couldn't you couldn't pick like a headliner, you'd have to pick like you know somebody kind of, and I include like wrestlers, like you couldn't be like, oh yeah, me and Edge would go and hang out because like fucking edge ain't going anywhere other but than God like, damn it. Edge remembers me. That's true. Uh, like, you know, me and sting are going to go, uh, go hang out. Like, no fucking no, you're not like, he's going to show up to his table and then he's going to fucking leave. Like, you know, he's, he's like a top tier guest at the convention. So like, you don't have time to like, like a, a good, a good one for this would be like, if, if Polly shore was at a convention, You'd probably have a good shot of of like being able to hang out with Polly Shore, like have a one on one moment at some point with Polly Shore, because like, first of all, ain't nobody really give a fuck about Polly Shore anymore. Second of all, uh, I think he would be cool enough that like if he saw like a shirt or like you you gave him a cut, like hey man, I, you know, you you made like a deep cut reference, but like he would appreciate it. So fun fact about Polly Shore, yes! when I was at when I was at Chick Fil A. Uh, I'm sorry, that, that chicken place that worked on Sunday, yeah. or that wasn't open on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was a Sabaro's Pizza next to us in the food court. And one of the managers there was a girl named Emily. And literally just, like, passing by kindness between the two of us. Like, hey, how was your weekend? Good. What'd you do? Blah, blah, blah. Um, so, like, one day I'm, like, walking to, I've got the little, like, dolly, and I'm going to the our cooler to get some fries or some shit or something, whatever. And I pass her, and I was like, oh, how was your weekend? She was like, oh, it was pretty boring. Wait. Polly Shore complimented my tits. Wait, what? <laughs> and I was like, Ex- excuse me? I guess Polly Shore had done a show at the stand-up thing, and they'd waited around to get, like, a picture with him afterwards, and he just complimented her boobs. Okay. Okay, I mean, you be you, Polly Shore. Yeah, if that's if that's your shtick, like, go ahead, like, more power to like. Yeah, I feel like him, like someone like Rob Schneider, 
I don't think I'd want to hang out with Rob Schneider. No, Rob Schneider but, looks like he smells. But I feel like you could. You know what I mean? Like, not that you would want to. Like, he wouldn't be on my list. But I feel like you could. Like, um, you know, you know who would be a good one is um, uh, Jonathan Beck, the guy that's the creeper from Jeepers Creepers. Oh yeah. Like, I betcha, I betcha, because he's been to enough of them that I betcha, like, you could if you if you looked up like his IMDb. And you had like a, like an obscure pick, like you you found something like off the wall that like no one ever really compliments him on, and you're like, hey man, like, you know, I watched that, blah blah blah, like it was super, like it t- totally caught me by surprise about how good it was because I I don't really hear people talk about it, but you did an awesome job, you know, blah blah blah. What was that like? You know, you give him you you give him an open ended question. And he spends like twenty five minutes talking about it, and then before you know it, like you guys are friends. Yeah, like I feel like he it would be possible for someone like him, but like you know that shit ain't happening with like Joe Bob Briggs, who's like considered a top tier person there. Yeah, um, but. uh you know, he is now. Yeah, he, he should have been in 2018. I can't believe yeah. we like walked into that fucking Q and A so easily. And yeah, I think every single one of us asked a question. I, I can't believe that we walked up to his line and there was like literally no wait, and we were like, "Hey, while you're waiting for someone else, do you want to just tell us a story?" Yeah, and, you know, <laughs> we had enough time to explain to him the photo we wanted, yeah, how we wanted it done, uh-huh. and go through with it before anyone else walked up. Yeah. Now I bet he's too expensive for him. Oh God. Yeah. Like I'm sure <laughs> now that he's had a little revival that, uh, you know, not happening. Cause I think, I think that tour he did like right before COVID, I think the entire thing sold out. Meanwhile, at Scarefest, he probably didn't have 80 people come through his line all weekend. Yeah. yeah. Well, he sure had four of the happiest people that were there to see him. Goddamn right. That picture's on my Instagram. That picture is so funny. I think that was also the last time that I've worn the Ghostbusters jumpsuit. Yeah? I think so. So that's also a moment in history. So, you know, it is what it is. But, um, but yeah, like, so yeah, he wouldn't be a good choice now. Um, but like, like, cause, and and like, there are some people like you know Jason David Frank. You wouldn't want to anyway, but you know he 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 thinks that he's an a a top tier guy, but he's not. Yeah, like, yeah. Like Walter Jones, the original Black Ranger, you could totally hang out with him. Oh, for sure. Like I feel like um, uh, uh, David Yost, the original Blue Ranger. Like I feel like. If you talk to him for a few, like he would probably be like, "Let's hang out." Like you're co- like, like I feel like he's a cool guy. So, like, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm really, really, I like, I would give just about anything to get a second shot at a hangout with Corey Feldman. Like Corey Feldman is totally my pick, and oh, not, not just because but- we missed it. Yeah, and before he had a TV show that went, like, apparently three seasons, I would have also thrown Matthew Lillard in, but I guess they just canceled the show, the NBC show he was on. Ah. Uh. Um, 
I don't know. Would you consider? I don't think I'd call him a list at this point, like convention a list. No, I don't. I don't think so. Because um, he was he was also incredibly nice. Yeah. Because uh, that's the thing is like I've met, you know, and, and I know you and I both have met a ton of like of really really oh, yeah. good people, um, but like they're just out of reach of like, you know, being able to have a casual conversation with them. Like, to the point where you could get to the point where, like, you want to be best friends. Um, but it's possible. And I think that idea is super fun, and I think we need to try it at the next convention. Uh, and we need to try and uh, pick some celebrities that... Like, I, and you know, you, you know who else we almost... Like, we were dangerously close to hanging out with? Hmm. Like, outside of the convention. And I think if we would have pushed it, I think we probably could have could have done it that if we were like hey man do you want to come to dinner like we'll buy you dinner if you come hang out with us i bet you he would have john john morrison oh yeah that that one convention thanks to dear dear friend of the show jason uh for with superhero deep dive uh, we got to spend some time with with wwe star john morrison and it was in between it was like was he on Lucha Underground at that point? I don't remember. Yes, because he was selling the Lucha Underground t-shirts, okay. too. So he, so he was on Lucha Underground. Like, we got to hang out with him, and, like, we got to talk to him for, like, a while. And, like, we legit, like, we went back to his table and, like, you know, spent some time with him. Like, I feel like when we left, if we were like, hey, man, we've got a reservation over here. It's on us, like, if you want to come and eat with us, like, and come hang out with us, like, you're more than welcome. I'm, like, it's, like, it's better than 50-50 that he probably would have come out. I would have given that, like, 65-35. Yeah, like, it was pretty, like, I would, like, he would have at least thought about it because I feel like even if he was, like, these guys are, are, there's something off about him, he's probably, like, I could kick their asses. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um. But, like, yeah, it was, like, that one, I think, is the one that I feel like you and me were the closest to. Yeah, I would agree with that. And then imagine, like, the stories we would have told, like, man, we were out last night partying with John Morrison. Oh, hey, Ghostbuster team, did you guys have fun uh, (laughs) eating pizza and... Not having my drunk, drunk ass interrupt Caddyshack. Uh, that's a because uh, I knew I'd pop you with that one. Shut up, shut up. Uh, this is a good part. Shut up, shut up. Watch this. Balding. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Tell your story. Um, <laughs> God, but, bless. God, it's so good. It's so good. Um, so, yeah, you guys watched Caddyshack. We went to dinner with John Morrison, then went and got hammered. It's then, convention weekend. I don't think there's a scenario where I don't end up drunk. No, so. yeah, that's true. And then we we drunkenly tried to do more pull-ups than him, and he kicked the shit out of us. And then we just drunkenly gave each other chops all night till we passed out. It's it's okay. The number for him to beat was just one. Yeah. So. Oh no, yeah, he would have totally. Yeah, he won all the time. Um, I would have tried to like drunkenly have him teach me parkour, which would have been <laughs> freaking hilarious. But no, no, I can do it. I can do it. Just, just sh- 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 shut up for a second. I can do it. 
And then I just fall over. And he's just like, where are your pants? I don't even know, but I can do it. Who the fuck needs pants? <laughs> no, they're slowing me down. That would be my excuse, is I would like immediately just pop my pants off, because I would be like, they're slowing me down, I can do this. God, that would be so funny. Well, we gotta get John Morrison back to a convention. I also feel like, and this might just be me, I also really feel like uh, Matthew Lillard would have been a great guy for the night of Poop Dollar. Oh my god. Yeah. He would have he would have turned into the skid with uh, no pun intended for poop dollar. <laughs> he would have appreciated it uh, about as much as anybody else, as much as we did. Oh yeah, like he would have loved it because that shit's funny. No pun intended. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm desperately trying to um, uh, circle back and. Uh, get in touch with Corey Feldman so that I can tell him that story and tell him that I feel like I missed a tremendous opportunity for us to be friends and have him hang up on me. Um, you know, whatever. Cause I will, like if I ever get to talk to him, I'm going to be, I'm like, I'm going to tell him that whole story. And I'm going to tell him like that. I feel like at, that was like, cause I'm going to ask him like at first, I'm going to be like, do you believe that there are moments in your life that like, the outcome of that moment and if it does or does not happen like defines who you are like there's certain key moments of your life that shape who you are and if he's like yeah i do, I do. then i'll be like i've got one for you it's about my life but it involves you <laughs> because i feel like that was such a pit like and I, it, it's like it, it probably is not a pivotal moment in my life at all but like i'm building it up in my mind where i'm like this is one of the most pivotal moments in my life that like i missed that my life would have just been so completely different because of it. So I don't know. Maybe. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm probably wrong. But the possibilities of, of I'm like, man, what if me and Corey Feldman were friends right now? <laughs> and like, you know, ever since I thought about it, like, because last week we were talking about because his birthday was last Friday, like... I've been thinking about it like it haunts me because I'm like, man, like we could have been friends for for seven years now. That's the stuff that keeps me up at night. That's the stuff that keeps me up. Is that right there? Is Are you one of those people, like, does it take you a while to fall asleep when you lay down? Sometimes it depends. Okay. Um, usually what I'll do uh, if I want to go to sleep really fast is I'll start trying to come up with different bits and stuff for the show. Uh, because as soon as I start getting into a really good idea, I'll fall asleep. Okay. That's usually how my life works. Is I understand that. that. Is I'm I understand like, that. You know, my brain is like, all right, so what if we did this thing where, like, this happens, and then, oh, we could do this? Or, like, I start thinking about, like, bits and games and stuff for the live shows. And I'm like, oh, this would be really cool to do. Oh, this would be super cool. And then, before you know it, like, I'm asleep. Because, like, I start getting onto something. Like, I start getting, like, I, I come up with, like, these really good, what I think are good ideas. And as soon as I start to hit on a good idea... I'm out. But if I don't think about anything and I just try and go to sleep, I'm up forever. 
Oh yeah, same. Yeah, and uh, yeah, because I saw something. Um, it was like a meme online. It said a meme online or something that said, "Hey, people who can lay down and fall right to sleep. What's it like not having mental illness?" Oh, oh. I thought it was going to be like the uh, the ones where people say, uh, "Hey, dear everybody that didn't get COVID, what's it like to be God's favorite?" I thought it was going to be something like that, where it was like, hey, people that can just immediately fall asleep, what's it like to be God's favorite? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) What's it like to be God's favorite? Jesus Christ. Oh, God, it cracked me up. Uh, um, But you know what else cracked me up? Uh, if I can do, a, I can't think of a funny joke. If I can do a big market tease, right? If I can do a big, big market, market seg- big market segue right here. All right. Is a couple weeks ago we talked uh, about flea markets, yep, and yard sales and any other places where you can um, buy clothing that people have probably died in, uh, and it was a fun conversation, and we had talked about, hey, you know what we should do is we should have a flea market competition where we have a set amount of money and a set time frame and we see who can get the best use of their money according to the friends with benefits audience who who will vote on who spent their money the best Oh, yeah. And so, last weekend, we did that. Yes, we did. And so we went to, uh, we'll put them over, uh, we went to Fleeland in Bowling Green. Mm-hmm. Which is a huge flea market. We didn't even see, like, half of it. Like, Oh, yeah. Sprawling is what I would call it. Because what we did was, uh, as a little test to see how this was going to go, we did a shorter condensed version just to kind of see how it went and see if the formula was going to work and we are back to report what we got uh we we had the the rules were we started at the same time we shopped together like we didn't split up uh we shopped together throughout the entire concourse area that we could get to in the time limit uh we had $20, $20, and because it was the condensed version, we had 25 minutes, which in the full version, we're going to have to do a lot more than that because we missed a ton. Oh, yeah. But this was just kind of a test to see how it went, and uh, you're going to get to see pictures. I need to send you a picture of the stuff that I got so you can post it on the Instagram and, and I need uh, to send you a picture of mine so you can post it on the Twitters and the Facebooks. Yes. Uh, so what we'll do is we'll post up pictures of our haul, but we're going to go through them, uh, what we got for you guys, so you can hear it as you look at the pictures. So do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Uh, I'll go first because okay. mine's a lot shorter. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we're on our way over there, and you just turn to me, and you're like, hey, yeah, there's a video game guy basically right inside, so I feel like I know where you're going to beeline and spend your money. And I was like, you're not wrong. (laughs) So sure enough. (laughs) Yeah, I know you. We walked in. 
I beelined for the gaming thing. And um, they had for ranging anywhere from half to one third of the price, they had a GameCube game called Dr. Mudo. Okay. Uh, platformer, decent reviews, kind of middle of the road, but it, uh, you know, it was $19 and our budget was 20. So yeah, like you, you, you paid it pretty close. Yeah. So as soon as I made the purchase, you were like, and you have a dollar left in your budget. And I was just like, well, shit, <laughs> you held it up and you go, I'm done. <laughs> that was yep. it. That was it. So, so like, are you are you going to be you know flipping it? Are you going to keep it? Are you? What are your plans I, for it? Keep. I have actually not flipped a single GameCube game I've purchased. Wow. Okay. Remember the list started at six, and I think I'm at forty ish now. You uh, you have quite the impressive GameCube collection. I will give you that. Um, like. <laughs> This is going to kind of be me sucking myself off. Uh, I told my friend John, for someone who doesn't specifically seek out hard-to-find games or just not trying to find anything, I would say I probably have one of the best Nintendo gaming collections in Lexington. You, It's pretty impressive. I'm going to give you credit. Like It's pretty impressive. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. Hey, you, you shouldn't be the only one sucking yourself off on this show. So, <laughs> just going to throw that out there. I sent you a picture, by the way. Uh, and it just fucking cracks me up. Um, so, that's okay. Cool. So, so it's a... <laughs> <laughs> so good. That's going to that's gonna make such a good Twitter picture. Jesus. Uh, I'm probably on a list by now. Um, so, it's good. Yeah, you... you, uh, you Got another brick in the GameCube game wall. Um, that's good. So it's, it, that one's a uh, a personal uh, collection item for you. So good find at a good price. Oh, yeah. So Very. Uh, good use of the money. Uh, I, instead of using my money wisely, uh, I did not. I kind of wasted. Not really wasted. I spent it more for the laughs because... The first thing that I saw that really caught my eye, and I don't know that you noticed it, was when we walked in and there was that video game stand. There was also the uh, the food area, and I looked at what the food specials were because I was like, "I'm going, I'm playing to win. Do I feel like spending money on a flea market breakfast scramble sandwich helps me get?" closer to victory this is after we'd already had breakfast yeah yeah we already had breakfast before but i was like man like that breakfast scramble that's like freshly this the 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 sign proclaimed freshly baked biscuits daily with scrambled eggs bacon ham and sauce a bunch of other crap in it and i was like i feel like i would just get pity points for eating flea market food I thought I thought about it. I thought about it. Decided not to, as you know. Decided not to. Uh, thought about buying some of those really shitty, like cobbled together wrestling figures that were like one guy's head on another guy's body with someone else's jacket. 
Yeah, that one we specifically looked at with like the RVD head, <laughs> yeah. the the Rey Mysterio pants. Yeah, the Cody Rhodes the Cody shirt. Rhodes shirt. Yeah, it's yeah, so weird. Who knows who who knows whose body it was? Yeah, I don't even know. I don't even know the tattoos. The Randy Orton arms. Yeah, because it had the Randy Orton tattoos on. Yeah, just weird. Just a weird mashup. I don't know what was going on with it, but uh, decided not to do that. Uh, the Next spot. There were a lot of knives, by the way. Uh, did not a lot opt, of knives. Did not opt for a knife. Uh, if I could have found a uh, like a pocket taser for twenty dollars, I was going to go with that. And then <laughs> on the show, I was going to use it to knock myself out, which I thought would have been funny. But a little dangerous. Yeah, but... you know, I like to live dangerously. But did not see one for under twenty dollars, so kept on moving. Uh, I I almost got. Almost decided to to get twenty dollars worth of those uh, DVDs from the DVD place. Which what was it? It was something insane. Yeah. Was it like thirty five for twenty or something? Yeah, it was like I could have gotten just like literally. I could have had enough to open a blockbuster with yeah. my twenty dollars. And I was I was gonna pick out like just a bunch of like goofy shit, like a bunch of weird stuff, like um, you know some Thomas the Tank Engine shit, and like just like dumb stuff to kind of like. That we could use as giveaways or whatever, like like just stupid stuff, and uh, but my my enemy at that point was time, mm-hmm. because like I was running out of time. I didn't have time to pick out like thirty five DVDs. So I was just like shit. Like I'm, I'm I, I don't I can't do it. I can't do it. So that one maybe on a full, like on a full run, that one might be a place where I stop because that one that one's okay. like filed for later because I'm like okay like. You know, I might be able to to you know get five or ten dollars worth of really crappy DVDs or like really stupid off the wall DVDs and and have people laugh and maybe that gets me some support. I don't know. Whatever, we'll see. Um, so we were looking and I was running out of time. Like I, I was like, man, like I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. Uh, you might win by default because I'm I'm just running out. Like in this shortened version. Then we turn the corner. <laughs> My, my, my. Because we hit... Hold. Uh, You haven't talked about the uh, makeshift Ghostbusters truck thing. Oh, God, yeah. So we went to this place that was like nothing but Hot Wheels and NASCAR stuff. Mm -hmm. And you were like, oh, I'm pretty sure they got other toys. I feel like it was really just a diversion to make me eat up more time on the clock. I don't know. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> I figured like, the, the toy thing was a good one, because it did have the really cool-looking uh, Nightmare on Elm Street like arm and face. Yeah, that's true, it did. Uh, so, I was like, okay, like we'll take a look around, and it was like a ton, just a ton of NASCAR stuff, and then some Hot Wheels stuff at the end, but then in the glass case, here's what I don't understand. Dude's got a glass case, but like as soon as as like he comes around the corner and he sees us looking in the case, he's like, "You can open the case and and, and look at it, anything." And I was like, "Okay, then then why have it in a glass case?" But whatever, not not for me to ask. I don't care. Um, but there's like this weird, and I I think it was a from the 2016 movie, mm-hmm. and so it was it was the uh, the like a, a like a mini like a mini chunky ecto from the 2016 Ghostbusters movie, but it had, like, an actual Cadillac, like, hood ornament from a, from an actual Cadillac car. 
And so I was like, okay, if this thing's like five bucks, you know, that, that might be a, a decent throwaway item to add in some potpourri to add to my, what I'm going to get. And so I'm like, yeah, what, what's the price on this? And he's like 20 bucks. And I was like, out, can't do it. Yep. Can't, can't eat up all of it with just that. Like that's, that's not going to work for me. Um, Saw a couple really fun. I saw a Mean Girls mug. Thought that would be funny. Uh, how much for the Mean Girls mug? $30. No, it's over budget. Can't do it. Not going to happen. So, I'm running. Out. I got like four minutes left. I'm panicking. But I see my saving grace. <laughs> I see the used paperback book area. And what in the first heading, the first, like the, the aisle facing genre heading marker says paranormal romance. Yup. Like a friggin' beacon in the night, like a lighthouse. And I'm a ship on a, on, on stormy water. I see a lighthouse and I say, we can work with this. Uh, I'll go through the number one thing that I got that I'm like, I'm super proud of and I'm really happy that I got. Uh, uh, the number one thing is a paperback, the, the paperback novelization of Jaws. Uh, so this is, I was looking for the publishing date, but it doesn't say, um, I think this is the yeah, this is the Bantam. So this is January of uh, no March of 1975. Holy shit! Is when this was printed, March of 1975, according to the the printing here. It was part of the ninth printing. So in 1975, uh, Jaws paperback. Super cool to see it. I used to have a Jaws. Uh, I, I think I've only ever had the ebook. So having like a physical Jaws book is is super cool that's where the cool shit ends because i bought two more books yeah from the paranormal romance section yeah uh including uh <laughs> terry gary's dead girls are easy yikes and i'm gonna read the uh there there's uh i'm, I'm gonna read the the description on the back of both of these books. I'll do it fast. Um, okay. Dead girls are easy. There's something about almost dying that makes a girl rethink her priorities. Take Nikki Sticks, S-T-Y-X, like the band. She was strictly goth and vintage until a brush with the afterlife leaves her with the ability to see dead people. Before you can say boo, Atlanta's ghosts are knocking at Nikki's door. Now her days consist of reluctantly cleaning up messes left by the dearly departed, leading ghouls to the light, dot, 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 and one-on-one -on -one anatomy lessons with Dr. Joe Bascombe, the dreamy surgeon who saved her life. All this catering to the deceased is a real drag, especially for a girl who'd rather be playing hanky-panky with her hunky new boyfriend, who's beginning to think she's totally nuts. But things get even more complicated when a, fr when a friend foolishly sells her soul to the devil and Nikki's new gift lands her in some deep voodoo 
As it turns out for Nikki Sticks, death was just the beginning. That sounds pretty terrible, but I can't wait to read it. The next one, (laughs) next book that I got, because there's, uh, uh, this was the, I, I bought three books Jaws, Dead Girls Are Easy, and Sarah McKenzie's Passions of the Ghost. Which, literally, you open up the first thing, and uh, the, the first line is, there was a naked man sp- sprawled across her bed. Well, I can't wait to hear uh, what prisoners we get to read these books with. <laughs> so... Oh, my God. All right, so the back says, an immortal warrior given the power to make right what's one, what once went wrong in a time not his own. The conquering ghost. He is Lord... Reynald de Mortimer. That's a stupid name. Of course he is. A powerful warrior of the 13th century who defended his castle against his fiercest enemies. Now Reynald has awakened from a 700-year sleep to find that his beloved home has been turned into a modern hotel. Worse, it is host to a medieval festival. Before a festival, before Reynald can begin to contemplate his fate, a stunning beauty comes to his rescue. Amy Fairweather. It's not your... Amy Fairweather, that's apparently her name. That's a really bad made-up name. She's not your typical damsel, nor is she in distress. As a former con artist, it'll take more than a breathtaking giant in armor to convince her that he's Lord Reynald, even if he does set Amy's knights ablaze with passion and magic. But then strange, inexplicable things start to happen at the hotel, and she has no choice but to believe that the ghost has emerged from the shadows of time. And now he must seek redemption by facing his greatest threat with the unquestioning love of one extraordinary woman by his side. Passions of the Ghost. Soon to be a a major motion picture from TN2M Studios. (laughs) Not really. Uh, So, yeah, I bought those three books. You'll see a picture of those along with a picture of Koran's game on our Instagram and our Twitter, where we need you guys to vote on who you think got the better haul. Use whatever criteria you want. We just, we need a winner. Who, who, who did it better? Yes. Who won? Because we have already, I want you to know, uh, there is somebody that heard about our challenge and has challenged the winner. Ooh. So we have a, a, a new challenger awaits whoever wins this to do this again. Uh, okay. Like a full, uh, you know, uh, whatever the budget is, whatever the, the time that is decided between the two combatants. But one of us needs to win because there is a new challenger who is waiting Wait. in the wings. I, I was actually going to say waiting in the wings. There you go. Get out of my brain. I can't. It's so warm in here. Um, a lot of empty space, so thanks for taking some of it off. Oh, no. Uh, there's a lot of stuff about Limp Bizkit in here. But... Oh, yeah, buddy. <laughs> week, uh, one week from tomorrow. Oh, God. The one ad- week. Next week's show is going to be uh, an interesting show because we're going to talk about that a whole, whole lot. Oh, yeah. Um, and before we go, I want to give a special shout-out to our fan of the week. Because I didn't forget. 
I got a, I got us a fan of the week this week. All right. I want to give a special shout out uh, to a. He has been listening for a while. Uh, he's been a, a a pretty long-term fan. John Reynolds, you're our fan of the week, buddy. So I appreciate your support. Appreciate uh, he often will will uh, let me know uh, what he thinks of the previous episode. So he is a, a very Good. avid listener. So we appreciate you. Um, and uh, I'm not at liberty to go into a lot of details, but. Uh, uh, Congratulations to him. Uh, a lot of good stuff happening in his world. So, uh, fan of the week this week, our buddy John Reynolds. So, thank you. Thanks, John. Thanks for being our friend with benefits. And hey, right. So, uh, I don't know about you. I'm gonna go read one of these books. And I am probably not going to play Dr. Mudo tonight, <laughs> but uh, just going to relax, watch some, watch some TV and enjoy myself. Well, that sounds like a good time for me. If you had a good time listening to this episode, give it a like, give it a share, share it with someone that you like, uh, buy something from our merch store, which is pinned on the top of all of our socials um, and or support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash FWB podcast. If you want to hear us at a convention at a live show somewhere, um, if if there's a a sports bar, a bar, someplace that you think we would do well, uh, send us that name. We'll, we'll do the heavy lifting. We'll reach out to them. Um, But you know, comment on our stuff. Tell us who you think won the flea market challenge. It's and, gonna be me. Oh, oh, no way, no way, no way. People are gonna love the paranormal romance. Everyone who votes for me. Um, oh, okay. I'll tell you what. Every vote I get, I will. Re- if you if you vote for me and you tell me which book, I will read a page. I will post a video of me reading a page from that book. Vote for him. Vote for him. Vote for him. Oh, I just screwed uh, myself so hard. Buddy, I am going to... Yeah, it's it's going everywhere. Shit! I'll see what it is. See if I can get sorry head in on this. I'm oh just gonna... I am lit- How many pages is Dead Girls Are Easy? Oh my god, Dead Girls Are Easy is... it's. There's plenty of fucking pages. It's 300 and... 70, 372 pages. Okay. I can, I can see what I can do about getting 372 oh likes on there. God, no. Oh, what did I do to myself? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Instant regret. That's the name of this episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, this sucks. Mistake. Yeah. Patreon.com slash FWB podcast. <laughs> hashtag fwb podcast on all your social medias instagram twitter facebook uh i guess tiktok oh yeah sure. I, I i gotta tell you that i i uh, i started my tiktok uh, over there this past week and i'll give you a real-time update uh you can go to my tiktok uh at let's see uh at captain underscore planet uh, I have one video up, 
It has 673 views. It's got one comment that is super great. Uh, when someone was really, really nice to me in the comments, probably nicer than I deserve. But yeah, you can uh, follow me on TikTok, and I will probably do some more videos. Oh, that will be where I post these videos. I'll post them on my TikTok. Hell yeah. Yes. All right. So TikTok right. too. Um, yeah. Oh, as always, uh, dating profile hashtag FWB podcast has to be part of the profile, not part of the um, not part of the, uh, the edit, like the draft. Edit. Yeah. yeah, it's got to be your your main page, right? Uh, so yeah. Until then, my friends, stay safe, stay happy, keep doing what you're doing. Uh. You know, we like most of you, as always. Yeah. Some of you we don't like, but True. whatever. You know who you are. Um, <laughs> but thank you for being our friends with benefits.